Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning. Great NFL weekend. Well, except that the Cowboys should have beaten Detroit uh, yeah. and Dallas yesterday <laughs> and been on their way to San Francisco to get revenge over those sorry 49ers. But don't get me started on that just yet. Okay, so now we're down to right. Lions at 49ers. Niners favored by seven, and I think the Niners can pretty much name that score by 14, 21, whatever, unless it rains again and Brock Purdy starts throwing ducks because he is the biggest X factor left in these playoffs. And we now have Mahomes at Lamar. Baltimore mm. favored by three and a half, and I believe Lamar will take care of Mahomes and that the Ravens will give the Chiefs a swift kick and win that one by 10. But let's start with last night with another wide right for Bills fans, this time a sliced right field goal and a slice wind that would have forced overtime. Chiefs 27, Bills 24. Good morning to Richard Sherman and Michael Irvin. Playmaker, you first. You, you and I did pick the Bills. What was the biggest reason they lost? Well, Kansas City Chiefs, they have this guy. His name is Patrick Mahomes. And, and I'm going to tell you something. We talk about games like this. The reality is you can throw with all these numbers, throw for this many yards. Do you show up and make the play when it's most important to make the play? 1-5 for the Kansas City Chiefs. He shows up and makes the play. Every time. It's amazing. You think about it. He's 6-0 in the division round, right? He's 6-0. Every statistical category, first or second, the more pressure in the game, the more he seems like he is pressurized for the moment, which is incredible. 6-0. He has a 70% completion percentage in this big spot. Average of 302 yards. 16 touchdowns, zero interceptions. 16 touchdowns, zero interception. Everything first or second, 115 passer rating. That's the guy that no matter what, when you're playing with a guy like that, no matter where the game goes, how bad the game gets, everybody's on the sideline saying, that's okay. That guy right there, he ain't going to let us lose. And that's why the Buffalo Bills lost. They have a guy, like that guy right there, he's trying to make sure we don't lose but not like Patrick Mahomes. He's the best big-time player that we've gotten. And we, we see it in a, a, a number of different ways. 
We not, we, we've seen the explosiveness with Tyreek Hill. Now we're seeing the steadiness. I'll do what I have to do, even if I have to matriculate this ball down the football field. I am everything on this football field, and he's showing it every week. That's why the Buffalo Bills are sitting home. They knew Patrick Mahomes keeps sending us home. They can, rhyme, they can sing that rhyme. Patrick Mahomes keeps sending us home because that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes keeps sending, sending us, us home. home. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes keeps sending us home. Okay. <laughs> that, hey, that's the rhyme right there. Yeah, I like it. I, it's Chip. This is what I thought would happen. Yeah. I, I said it earlier in the week, and I said it on my podcast. I don't think Josh Allen can beat Patrick Mahomes. I think he's the dragon that he cannot slay. I think he is the Goliath that David cannot slay. Everybody talks about the David and Goliath, and David slayed Goliath. And, but, but you got to realize, that's one time out of 100. The other 99 times, <laughs> Goliath beat David against the wall and killed him. So you got to understand that. When you're playing Patrick Mahomes, you have to go over and beyond to beat him. You not just, and that's not what Buffalo was trying to do. Buffalo was sitting there playing conservatively, playing not to lose the game. They're throwing half the completion that Josh Allen had were behind the line of scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage. That's not how you're beating Patrick Mahomes. I, you're, you're trying to run the clock and, and make the game short. Sure, I get you, but all I hear all the time is how elite of a quarterback Josh Allen is. I hear these elite quarterbacks, they, they can do it on their own. They don't need help. They, they just have everything it takes. No, no, they don't. And, and, and the way that Joe Brady called this game, it was almost as if they didn't trust Josh Allen to win this game. They didn't trust that Josh Allen could go out there and out-execute and outplay Patrick Mahomes. So they said, hey, we're going to run the ball we're not going to push the ball down the field very long. We're going to pick and choose our spots mm-hmm. that we're going to pu- push the ball down the field. They, they only pushed the ball down the field maybe three or four times in the game. Uh, they missed to Shakir on what looked like could have been a touchdown. Uh, he missed Diggs. Well, he hit Diggs in the hands, and Diggs dropped it, which should have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But other the than deep that. Deep sideline, down the sideline? Mm-hmm, yeah. Down the sideline. Yeah, and right sideline. It just looked like they did not trust their quarterback that they – have such high expectations and such high regard for to win this game. They were instead happy to see him run the ball, Skip. And Skip, I'm just saying, you you won a, one and three this week on your predictions. You were two and four last week, yeah. Skip. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but I won four dinners during the season from you, and I won five from Keyshawn. I'm actually 9-0 and in dinner bets you're on the show. You, you forget about the losses that you took late in the season, and then you're lost in your prediction I, I with the Dallas no Cowboys. I took no losses. You, okay, when, when you, you think that those week? are dinner bets, but you have to actually make the dinner bet on the show to, you, to have a dinner bet. You made I didn't, the dinner. Did, I, we didn't have any bets on those. You, you had a bet that Dallas would make the NFC Championship, bets. and they're not there. But, hey. Okay. We were going game by game. Okay, so here's the point. I hear what both of you say about Patrick Mahomes. I give it up to Mahomes. He was very good. I thought Josh Allen outplayed Mahomes last night, especially given degree of difficulty, because the Bills' defense was flat-out decimated. They were even losing players during the game. We had backups to backups to backups. We had guys off their couch playing defense for the Bills last night. Don't get me started on Matt Milano gone early this year, Tredavious White gone early this year. 
it was a mismatch to me of Mahomes versus what was left of the Bills' defense, and they got little to no pressure on Mahomes. So he's nonchalantly back there picking them to pieces. And when I looked up late in the first half and he hit Kelsey for that 22, what was it, 22-yarder for a touchdown, how do you not cover Travis Kelsey? How how do you leave him gone wide open? Like, nobody's around him. Well, obviously, he's the number one option left for Patrick Mahomes. So how do you do that? So given the pressure on Josh Allen and and given the stats that I'm looking at, Josh Allen actually dominated this game with his arm and his legs. Even though I give you, Richard, he was dinking and dunking. But I've never heard of such a statistical anomaly as what happened last night. The Bills ran 78 plays to only 47 for Patrick Mahomes. Time of possession was 37 minutes for the home team to only 23 minutes for Patrick Mahomes. Conversions on third and fourth down. Would you believe Buffalo went 9 of 17? That'll win a whole lot of football games. And yet Patrick was only asked to go five times on third down. He faced five thirds. And guess what? He converted one out of five, one out of five versus nine out of 17. So you step back from this and say, well, well, then what happened? Well, to Richard's point, Josh Allen took two big shots in the fourth quarter down the field. And if we could see him again, you you alluded to him, Richard. The first one's to Trent Sherfield out of Vanderbilt University. And I thought this ball, this is early in the fourth quarter, should have been caught. This is about, what, 10.59 left in the fourth quarter. And he goes deep to Trent Sherfield. And he's, again, it's not an easy catch, but it's just catchable. We've seen that catch made repeatedly in this league. And Trent Sherfield's bounced around. He's been with four different teams. That's all you got left because you don't have Gabe Davis. Maybe Gabe Davis catches that ball. It was a good enough throw to be caught, Mm -hmm. and it's going to change the game. And then a couple of minutes pass, and we got another one that you both referred to, and it's to Trevon Diggs. I mean, to Stephon Diggs. And I wish it was Trevon Diggs. Wish he could have played this year. But bombs away. Not many humans can throw it that far. And I don't know what going on between these two. Michael, you have talked about it all year long. They're just not on the same page. I don't know if they have personal issues. I don't know what's going on. That ball has to be caught, and that ball changes the outcome of this game, in my opinion. It's just everything everything. because it it gets the crowd into it. And again, what's hard to believe is that, that Josh Allen's offense had no plays over 20 yards except for his, I mean, the, the closest was his 18-yard run, and he had a 15-yard pass to, to Diggs, but he threw him eight balls, and he caught three for 21 total yards. Well, Michael, you said on Friday, Diggs has got to rise and shine because yeah. there's no Gabe Davis. And I, I don't know what's, what's happening between those two, but I do know this. Josh Allen played his guts out last night. I don't know. He led him in rushing. He, he made those two throws that could have won the game. And yet we get to the last throw. It was the, the second down throw in that final series to Shakir. And I, again, 
does he get his his left tackle gets driven back into nothing. I give him nothing because I get tired of hearing you make excuses for elite quarterbacks and then turn around and tell me what Brock Purdy isn't able to do. I saw Brock Purdy stand in the pocket and make an almost exact throw like that accurately to Jawan Jennings on a yeah. third and 10 where they had to have it. Look, and then Josh did. Allen, we're sitting here saying, that. did somebody, did somebody step on him? No, nobody stepped on him. Nobody did anything. I disagree with you, Skip. He did not play well. He yeah. did not outplay Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes won the game. He outplayed him. He out-executed him when his team needed him. He did not execute. This play they had to have, Skip, right when you have to, to have, have it, it. Yeah, you that's have one it. throw you got to have. And, 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 have and, and what's so interesting is even that throw – I, we, we watched Jordan Love make that exact same throw. Mm-hmm. The, 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 for, mm-hmm. the exact same yeah. Falling throw. back. Falling back with yeah. people in his arm. But, man, oh, my God, when he flicks that ball out there, it's like, that's just, oh, oh, that dude, I was like, okay. I, I thought I was about to get a reprieve. Like, oh, he's about to beat the Niners. <laughs> hmm. I was dusting on my shoulders <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? But, but right there on that play right there. When you, what we were talking about, and I started talking about this, it's making those plays in the crucial moments. Those are, th- those are the difference. Somehow, someway, a Patrick Mahomes will find a way to right. make that play. Right. Josh made some incredible plays yesterday. He did. I mean, he was doing everything. Running, throwing back, you know, the lateral when he's in a full sprint. I mean, he was trying to do everything to win he that was. football game. But you got to <laughs> make this play right here. You got to make it. Does. That's the game. Right. It's the, the game. game. That's the yep. game. And, it's and, the game. And, and you tell game. me, from week one, weeks one to ten, you got 73 receptions to Stephon Diggs. He will have seven touchdowns to Stephon Diggs. In weeks 10, 11 to 20, you have 44 receptions and only one touchdown, and that came back to bite you right in the rear when you needed it. And Michael, why? What happened? What, what's your gut feeling? What's your educated guess on this? What we, happened we, we between those two? We talked about this way back in the beginning of the we season. We did. And I said there's something going on here and nobody's talking about it. And I said at the time, I re- remember I used that old rust of a bicycle. You can't just paint over rust. You got to sand it down, get it out of there, discuss what it is before we paint over it. If you paint over it, that rust comes back. That rust came back right here in the playoffs because you're painted over without sanding it down, figuring it out. When you go from being that hot of a moment or that being a hot spot for your team the first 10 weeks to not even being the man on your team the next 10 weeks, that tells you something. Something's going on and I don't know if we'll ever know, but I can tell you this. I, I don't know if I, I, I almost want to say I guarantee Stephon Diggs won't be back and, in Buffalo. And, and, but, but he'll be somewhere, and he'll be catching footballs, yes. over 100 yeah. of them. Yeah. And what I, what I don't think we're doing yeah. is, Skip, you made a great point. They had no plays over 20 yards. You tell me a game where you've heard of a quarterback playing great where they didn't have a completion or a run over 20 yards, and you said, hey, that guy played great. You have not done that. I mean, this is the first time. This is the one. Okay. And and but he Richard, not... he he had a fifty yard completion right. to Stephon Diggs that was dropped. I, I mean, don't. I, I don't. I, I didn't don't see a fifty. I saw a fifty yard incompletion. Skip. I'm not talking about what ifs. What happened? This is the playoffs. You you win or you go home. They All lost. Right. <laughs> you did not complete it. He didn't. I don't care if he dropped it or what. You do not have a completion over twenty yards. We okay. don't get to make excuses right. for anybody else in the playoffs, so I'm not giving them to him. All right. So about let's see what Josh Allen did pull off. Let's look at 
the three touchdowns that he did score. Let's look at the two runs because I'm not saying That's he's right. Lamar Jackson, but you want to talk about 250. If we could see him running into the end zone, my God. He just and, and, I mean, these were these design runs, too. Hey, they ran a lot of hey, design now that's, That was listen, a throw right Listen, uh, that's Mahomesian. That's right. like, I, I don't know. That's, right. whew. So, 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 again, we, we're watching great plays. Gotcha. When they needed to have it and right. do, throughout the game, the reason this time of possession, the reason that they, they, they dinked and dunked their way down the field like a quarterback you do not trust. Joe Brady called this game like he had a quarterback that was either a rookie or young or a quarterback that he did not trust to push the ball down the field, win this game. And I know that Josh Allen has led the league in turnovers year after year after year. And they played this game and called this game like he was a quarterback who had a turnover issue. So that's why you didn't have the passes over 20 yards, because his offensive coordinator did not trust that he would push the ball down the field without giving it to the other team. And if that's a top five quarterback and you have to play that game and you have to call that game that way, then we got a lot more questions, Skip. Well, but but you also got okay. to you, you also got to consider that the defense, his defense, was banged up. So now he has to come into the mold where I have to make sure I stay up with Patrick Mahomes in that offense because they they couldn't stop they couldn't stop and those guys went up and down the field. I think they scored like the first nine drives. Everybody was going up and right. up and down the field. Mm-hmm. We came into this game thinking and talking about how great that Kansas City Chiefs defense has been playing. And, and Josh and, and Josh was going to have an issue with it. No, he was he was slicing it up. He kept them in that game, so that's why I say, he? yeah, he he, he, play, he played a good game, but he didn't make the plays that he needed to make to win the game. And, and, and poor fella, I, but that kicker, I just feel kicker. for boy. I mean, God, that's you, tough. It wasn't even a Super Bowl, and you still gonna be up there right. with Scott Norwood. <clears throat> oh, you gonna be up there okay. with Norwood? Not where you wanna be. He is. And allow me to say this is an issue of mine, a tirade of an issue that you guys haven't done with me on this show yet. But we had one on Saturday night. Now we had one last night. I don't know why this game allows great games played by great players such as yourselves to come down to a swing of the leg by a guy who doesn't even play football. I've never gotten it. But here's 41 yards, and this guy had been very good because he was nine for nine in these type of situations, late game, close game situations, tie or win situations. And yet, after the Warriors battle it out for, what, what you know, 58 minutes, then, then the little kicker trots on the field and wins or loses the game. He decides it because he doesn't play the left to right wind and he slices it. So it's wide right off his foot. It, it didn't have a prayer off his foot. And I know you guys had to live your whole careers mm. with kickers because as Josh Allen said after the game, I, I wish we hadn't put him in that situation. Well, you do. You wish that the real football players could have won the real football game, but football has sort of grandfathered in this rule of, oh, let's send a little soccer kicker out there to kick it between two uprights. It's, it's the most bizarre way to decide games I could even imagine. It's very gimmicky. It's exciting for all the wrong reasons to me. And yet I know you guys have had to live with kickers who went south mentally 
and lost games well, for you, well, right? Skip, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you, you arguing with the rules of football that have been in place for 100 years. I, I, I'm not going to. I just don't like it, but I, I, I've been I've been 40 years against this. I just don't like it. Well, it I mean, it, you only, it's easy to not like stuff that doesn't work for your team. And if it benefited the, the Dallas Cowboys and they won some games off of it, it hit a Super Bowl game winner. I'm sure. Well, that by the way, we, we had the best kicker in football this year. Yeah, yeah, and he's at home enjoying yeah. these games. Um, I hear you, Skip. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, kicking is part of the game. But you cannot point to a situation where you called a quarterback's performance great and he did not have a completion over 20 yards. You tell me a time where, where Tom, they ran, they played this game, they dinked, they dunked, they controlled the time of possession. They played like they had a rookie quarterback. And you're sitting here telling me this, man, he, he had, they had 21 points on the game. So this, I understand what you're saying, Playmaker, that they sliced them and diced them, but 21 points is not slicing and dicing and, and, and really pushing it. Like, that's 21 points. I got you, that's 21, but this is not 41 where you're like, oh, man, they were really – because they did not play the kind of game where they trusted, hey, we can beat Patrick Mahomes. And then the, 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 the fake punt, the fake punt yeah. call. Oh, my God. I'm still not yeah, sure what happened on that play. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, that, that play. I, I'm not either, but but you can't hold that against Josh Allen, right? No, I, 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 that's on Sean McDermott. Or, or it even looked like it surprised Sean McDermott. I mean, when you look at the TV copy. So I'm not exactly sure. I think it might have been a check because they didn't <laughs> yeah, have enough men on the field. About. It was a check. It they was had a... 10 men. Yeah, but still, that's crazy. But but the Hardman fumble through the end zone canceled it out. So right, you got a right. reprieve on that. Right. Okay. Right. And, I, and so, I thought that's where you were going, Skip, mm-hmm. with that rule, the fumble rule that when it goes through yeah. the end zone, like and then they get yeah. the ball on the twin. Yeah. That's another crazy rule. You know what I mean? That we should no, also no, that, 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 that's that a rule. Crazy that rule needs to stay because these offenses need to have some kind of punishment. For dude, trying to, dude. hey, you at the end zone, protect the football, or the defense gets the ball back. I mean, I'm, hey, I'm, but if it goes through, you guys didn't recover the ball. The defense don't recover the ball. I said, okay, let's let's take it back five yards, whatever. But you didn't recover, so you shouldn't get it. But but that, that, that's a whole nother story. That that's a whole nother story. Listen, Josh Allen, in this moment when he had that ball coming down the field, that moment right there is what this game is all about. Josh, I know you got it in position to kick that field goal, but I need him to go and get that touchdown and put all that pressure back on Patrick Mahomes and say, this is my house, you go right now. Let me see you do that 13-second thing again. That's what I need. Kind of like Brock Purdy did on on Saturday night when he drove his team down the field, 12-play, 69-yard drive, game-winning touchdown. I mean, something like that, right? So, Richard, the final irony of this is, I have never been a big Josh Allen fan. I just thought he played his butt off last night. I I thought he tried to put that team on his shoulders as best he could under the circumstances without Gabe Davis, with a decimated defense, and he kept them right in it to the bitter end, and it was bitter wide right. So Mm. that's all my point. For once, I'm defending him. (laughs) All right, up next, we got to get to the game on Saturday night. Richard's going to have a strong opinion about this because he's already spewing about it. You. Were the 49ers ever lucky on Saturday night? We'll get to that next. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. Saturday night, the 49ers survived the Green Bay Packers in the rain in Santa Clara, 24 to 21. 
I picked the Packers to win this game, and did they ever have their chances? But Richard, you played for the Niners. You know them very well. Scale of 1 to 10, how impressed were you with their comeback? Skip, it was a 10 for me because I knew, knew, I knew this team would struggle with the elements. I know this team. And so when you're going into the fourth quarter, and this is a Kyle Shanahan coach team who has never won when down seven points or more going into the fourth quarter, literally 0-30, then I'm a little stressed. I'm a little stressed. Brock Purdy goes out there, and he's struggling all game with the wet football. You, wipe, you can see him wiping his hands. Uh, the defense has made some stops. But it's a concern. You're trying to figure out where the points are going to come from. Debo Samuel is hurt. He's out of the game. And you're starting to see this offense kind of stumble. And then, of course, the last drive of the game, when they have to have it, Brock Purdy makes all the plays he needs to make. He does everything he that he needs to do. Uh, key third down passes. And then, of course, the, the drive is capped by Christian McCaffrey and, and his five-yard touchdown run, and they win the game. But it, it, it showed a lot of resilience. And to get somewhere you've never been, Skip, you got to be able to do something. you got to be willing to do something you've never done. And they had never come back and won a game under Kyle Shanahan, went down seven points, and they were able to do that, Skip. So it showed yeah. me a lot of, lot of fight, a lot of grit, a lot of perseverance. And I love to see it. And I love to see it coming from Brock Purdy, the guy, the, the guy who was it Amy Trask that said he was the only quarterback the worst quarterback he, in the playoffs, but now he's one of the yeah. four left. I just keep hearing the hate. I keep hearing the nonsense, and I keep hearing the praise for other quarterbacks. Then I watch the other quarterbacks not play well, and then I keep hearing the, the hate for Brock Purdy, but the praise for other guys. I heard you praise Josh Allen and how, how well he played. He had under 200 yards passing. He had 72 rushing yards, not a pass over 20 yards in the game, but he played well, and I'm going to hear you criticize Brock Purdy in his performance you when are. he played better yeah. when he played better than Josh Allen. And guess what, Skip? Yeah. Guess what? His team won the game. That's the difference Richard, between. You, you've got your pom-poms out. I, I, I just got my truth tellers out, Skip, because I'm tired wow. of the BS. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to skip the BS of sorts. I skip the BS. <laughs> Goki. Y'all are hilarious to me right now. First of all, Skip, you lead in by saying a comeback. Oh, the comeback. Was it really truly a comeback? Yes. I mean, in the end, they start well, the fourth quarter by seven yeah. points. They kick a field goal, so it's really four. If you really, if you really want to call it a comeback, you can, Richard. I'm not hating. Just I'm just what, saying, just I'm just was. saying a comeback is double-digit deficit. That's not everybody when when we all start talking about the San Francisco 49ers being able to come from behind, we're not talking about a four-point come from behind situation. What, what? We're talking about double-digit deficits. Ooh, For, when, when everybody out there in the world is talking about the 49ers can't come from behind, they haven't been able to come from behind, they haven't shown us they can come from behind. We're not talking about four points. I understand in the grand scheme of things, it's less than what their opponent had, so it means that they scored, they caught up, they passed them. I'm talking about 10 points, 12, but that's okay. A win is a win is a win, no matter how you get it. But what I would say is you're dealing with a young team in the Green Bay Packers. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how impressive was it? It's really, really, to me, it just wasn't all that impressive. It just really wasn't mm -hmm. because the way that it unfolded, if you kick that field goal, if he kicks that field goal and he makes it, that's seven points that they're now up opposed to four. 
You're calling the game different if you're Kyle Shanahan. Now you become aggressive. I got to win. Opposed to all I want to do is at least tie the force of overtime situation possibly. Hey, I tip my hat off to everybody in, in San Francisco. Brock Purdy played a mm-hmm. solid football game, although his longest pass went for about 32 or so yards. It wasn't like he was just out there slicing and dicing and killing. He won the game. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. He tried on multiple occasions to give the ball to the other team. Mm-hmm. They, they came up short. They didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. That's not his fault. He tried to. So now when you look at everything and you fast forward to the Detroit situation, what, what is that going to look like? Okay, Detroit has a book on, on the San Francisco 49ers based on the way the Green Bay Packers played them down to the wire. Okay, they got some receivers over there, just like, the, uh, just like Green Bay had young Romeo Dobbs that they was trying to continuously connect with. Now yeah, you got to deal with Amara St. Brown. And then Jameis Williams. Uh, Jameis, yeah, that's right. Jameson. Jameis, yeah. Jameis Williamson. You got to deal with him. Then on yeah. top of that, you got a, a dog at the running back position. So now you got a little he bit is. of a different offense. You seen what Aaron Jones was able to do to him. Imagine what Gibbs may try to do to him. You know, going into this game, they're going to try to play physical. They're not. They're going to play action, pass it. Mm-hmm. And Jared Goff, out of everybody on this particular football team, mm-hmm. although he has had little success, Very he kind of understands. What it's like to play against the San Francisco 49ers. I understand. I think that goes a long way inside this locker room as they move forward. I, look, has, only, has only lost to the San Francisco 49ers. That's all I, he's ever done. I, I understand. But when you play somebody and you have an understanding of how they're going to play you, ones. hopefully you turn things around when you go see them. I like San Francisco. I think they're a dog of a team. But I'm not going to be shocked if Detroit hmm. goes in there and puts them on the ropes. I'm not going to be shocked at all. Really? Just like I wasn't shocked wow. about Green Bay getting them on the I would be very shocked. Uh, I think I would be too, actually. So, Mr. Sherman, back to you, sir. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd been sitting with you early in Saturday night's game to be able to watch the looks on your face because it felt early on like Green Bay was going to do a Dallas on San Francisco, Mm-mm, as in just about. run them right out of their own building. As in, would you believe that no team over the last 20 years worth of playoff games mm-hmm. in its first three drives have gone all the way down inside the red zone and, and not scored a touchdown? Right. Okay. That's but good. they that's got the, that's there. A difference. That's the difference between Dallas and San Francisco. All right. You, you, I will give you that. You don't have to. But <laughs> it looked like Green Bay was poised to do a number on San Francisco. And I'm going to show you a couple of quick plays here. Please. On that first drive, it gets down to a third and eight from the 11. And mm-hmm. I thought Jordan Love threw a very good ball to Romeo Dobbs. They ran a predictable and I will double give post you, that they scored on Dallas with. They scored on Dallas it, with 13. It, it was. And Ward is all over it. I thought Romeo should have <laughs> snatched it. It's just one of those plays where Michael Irvin's going to catch this ball. Keyshawn's going to catch this ball because it gets to hands. It gets to hands, and you got to fight for it. you got to body him. you got to screen him. you you just got to mm-hmm. you, you got to snatch he that because it it's down. four Go. points. It's four points. They get left on the table because they had to obviously take a field goal. Uh, All right, then, then let's get to the turning point of this game. 
which comes with 540 left in the first quarter. This is the first San Francisco drive. And your man, Brock Purdy, throws it to Darnell Savage, just as Dak threw it to Darnell oh, Savage. Oh, no! Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I fell off my chair. Oh I rolled on the floor because oh. it is... It, Oh, it, it is as gift-wrapped. It's as gift-wrapped oh, a pick six as you will right. ever, ever see. Oh, he oh. is gone. He is housing. Almost. He, he is going to turn Almost. the momentum of this game oh, on so its close. head because all of a sudden you're going to say, oh, my God, we're down 10 to nothing. And Brock Purdy's going to be second-guessing, and he's going to get so a little close, flinchy. Yeah. And you had him. You you had him. He caught the one Dak threw him, and he took it home. Mm-hmm. He dropped the one Brock Purdy threw him, and he didn't take it home. And you dodged a big old bullet didn't right there. Didn't dodge anything, Skip. No, you dodged. No, no, okay. no, no. Well, I'm, I'm with Skip, though. You dodged on. that I, one, I, I, Richard. I, I, you can Richard, whatever you, you want. dodged it, man. You Come on, whatever now. You want. This isn't horseshoes. This isn't horseshoes, Kip and Key. I don't give a dang what y'all are talking about. You're talking you about, care if, what if, we're talking if, about if, if all you're talking about is what ifs. Tell me what happened. No, no. Because because the difference between y'all and me is the team that needed to make the plays made the plays. So they, I don't have to talk about the what ifs. I can talk about the what is. I don't have to talk about what ifs. I don't talk, have to be if Bayless. I can tell you what is. No, but- and what is is the San Francisco 49ers for the third consecutive year yes, are in the are. NFC Championship. Yes, so y'all telling me about, well, if this would have happened, if this would have happened, well, I mean, you're does talking that, about weak points. Does, does, I, but, did, did, did he Richard, catch the ball? Did he, did he catch the ball, Key? No, he does didn't. Does that not did, allow Detroit to understand? That doesn't allow Detroit to do anything. It doesn't? A, not at all. There's okay. two different teams. All so right. you're, you're, about to right. tell me, you're about to tell me a quarterback who's, I think, one in seven against the San Francisco I, 49ers. Just, in his career, just give me, because this is not a what if. I'm not talk, giving you what ifs. I'm gonna give you what is. He's one in seven, yes. and he hasn't played well. So you talk about having the book on I'm somebody. Talking about, you said they I'm got the about, book on him, I'm like like Brock San Francisco Purdy. 49ers don't have the book I'm, on Jared Goff, I'm like they haven't about, played him. I'm talking about Brock because, Purdy in the defense. So, so I'm talking about the defense run by I, Aaron Glenn, I, I, and, and who give you an defense. opportunity to see. The mistakes that the 49ers could present to well, themselves, well, well, the, this and you I'll have say. to take advantage this is what of I'll it. Say. Hey, Aaron Glenn, bring rain. Make sure you bring rain. You bring those kind of conditions of wet football, because that's the only way you're going to stop Brock Purdy in this offense. If, if the conditions stand for it, because if they have great conditions, this isn't going to be a, a super close game. This will be this will be a seven point ball game at least for the 49ers winning this game. They are the better team. They, they are better on every level. This defense hasn't stopped people consistently. They, they stopped the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were a fringe playoff team, majority of the year. And they barely beat them. So let's not get crazy here. Baker threw for 349 and three touchdowns. So you're about to sit here and tell me that Aaron Glenn goes defense is going to – they're going to do what? They had, gave up 400 yards of offense. All I'm telling you is that they gathered the information based on the footage. If they could okay. – if they could – somehow uh, capitalize on those mistakes that the 49ers presented and they cash in on them, it's a different game. This I, is I, what Skip is saying. I, Man, I, you got to listen sometimes, I'm, Richard. I'm, I'm listening to people. I, just because I'm listening doesn't mean you're making great points. So, so I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to listen to you tell me a defense hey, Richard, that just gave up 400 I, I, yards not, of offense is going to turn around and, and play well. I, I got one for you. Please. These aren't ifs, ands, or buts. Just Please. to remind you, we're going to hit this head on a little later in the show. Mm-hmm. On Christmas night, I watched Brock Purdy on that same field against a real live football team mm-hmm. that behemoth from the East mm-hmm. throw four interceptions. So oh, I, gotcha. I, I think those gotcha. were in statistics. Yeah. I think yeah. they, yeah, that, okay. Is that who they're playing this week? Okay. 
Because Skip, because no, Skip, you're, you're sitting you're there talking about the behemoth. The they're sitting Skip, there. Who's they're in waiting. A, who's in the NFC Championship game, Skip? Who's in it? Just tell me, because I want to hear the team. They yeah. are, right? Yeah. Is this the first time All they've right. been there, Skip, or have they been there for the last five years, Skip? Because I want to, because you, you may not want to speak on this, Skip, because you don't have the experience. Your team's never in it. Your team's never, never in the NFC Championship. They haven't been in three decades. They're one of wait, two wait, teams that haven't been second. in the NFC Championship since the since they realigned okay. the divisions. Why since are we talking about the Cowboys? Because, because, because I, I want Skip to understand, you don't have a place at this table, Skip, that, at this table to talk about this because your whoa, team's never whoa, in it. They're, they're, they're never whoa, in it. They're never in it, Skip. They're never okay. in it. You, 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 you can't just ignore history because history has happened. Yep, the first good. 30 Super Bowls that were played, 16 times we were in the NFC Championship game. The Dallas Cowboys. And they haven't we were there been without Jerry Jones. In recent memory. So, Skip, you stay in history. Well, you be I, a historian, Skip. I'm going to be you say a I don't deserve a seat at the table. Present. Those counted. Wait, Richard, Skip, did the, the first three wasn't Super Bowls even not count? The win, win, they, they, they haven't been in the internet age, Skip, so that's enough. That's, I'm talking about a team that's well, going to three consecutive and is in it right now. Let's talk about that team. Okay. All right, that team that survived. Okay, we got to do a couple more quick plays. So now Green Bay drives again, and it looks like you're in trouble again, and it gets down to fourth and whatever, a foot. And I thought Jordan Love made it on the fourth I down play. I actually I, did, too. 100% I thought he yeah, did. Oh my I, God. Thought I thought he got the football did. No, across the line. It looked like, based yeah. on this angle, that helmet and ball. That's, look he's at that. He's, he's passed. You don't even see where the ball is. He got it. He's foot, man. You don't even see where the ball is. Come so on. So you said the helmet and ball. Come where's on. the ball? Where's man, the ball? Man, if it's hell, I would assume that the ball is. You it, would assume, but you yes. can't see it. No, I can't. Exactly. But it looks as though, based on where that referee on the other side is at, standing, uh, and he crossed it. Uh, Richard, look, he I, didn't I, get I, it. I, I, I'm not saying the referees helped San Francisco or anything. He didn't get it. It just looked like to me and Skip that he got it initially. I got you. He got it. It changes the game at that point. It's it's a no, seven point it. swing. It's, it's, it's a it's a yeah. turnover on downs. So. All right. And then <laughs> finally, here we go again with another kicker missing another kick. Except kickers. this kid kicker, this rookie kicker, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Gudikins made a great call on Jordan Love. He's made a lot of great picks, stocking their defense, stocking their receiver room with nothing but young talent that's only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Except for the kicker that he plunged on, and there it is again, and he uh. hooked it left of the upright. Okay, I, I, again. It's, it's huge. It's huge in the football huge. game. And it comes so, down to so, so, no, so a little huge. kicker missing a if, little if kick. He, if he, Richard, and you know this, man. So, I'm so, not so, so, we, so, so San Francisco didn't if, miss a kick earlier in the game. No, that's not. That's, no, so no, so no, we only talk. Saying, no, like that's, saying, that's the kind of nonsense no, you're I'm upset. I'm talking I gotta, about early in the game. Richard, this is later in the game, man. What what does it matter? We're talking about two missed kicks. They missed a kick. San Francisco missed a kick. Irrelevant. Negated. How so? How could it be? Because they both just missed a kick. If he... If he makes this, if he makes this kick, Richard, they go up by seven. The game is being called differently. It's being called differently. That would make sense if San Francisco didn't drive for a touchdown, Keyshawn. They drove for a touchdown. They didn't drive for a field goal. They did. Like they drove for a touchdown. They had to drive for a touchdown to win it. A field goal wasn't going to help them. And so again, they drove for a touchdown. So what? What? Because you have a touchdown either way. What are you talking about? You're going to call the game differently. They needed a touchdown either way. 
You're going to call yeah. the game differently, man. Pressure what is different. Talk? That's, a, that's idiotic. That's idiotic. You literally just said they would call it different I, I, because I'm they needed gonna, a touchdown. I'm not going to argue with you. Because you I'm can. just telling you they're going to call it different. What, what are they calling different if they needed a touchdown? Oh, they needed a touchdown, so they're going to call it because different. Because the pressure is different, Richard. They needed a touchdown yeah. either way. I, I'm not okay. going to argue with you. I'm not, Richard. I'm not, not going to argue with you. Richard. Richard. I'm not going to argue with you, man. They needed okay. a touchdown. Richard. I'm going to give you this. Let's see what Brock did do, because he threw a bunch of mysterious-looking ducks to me. He, he was having a bad night. It was still raining, and to his credit, I want to give you this. I'm going to show you the three big plays on that final drive. Credit, credit, and more credit, because the first one is that third and five throw to Ayuk. This is, this is a game-saver right here. This is huge. Yeah, I give you that one. You had to have it. And then he throws it to that kid, Conley. I don't even know who he is. It's the next play, the, the out route. This is the best throw he made all night. I don't even know who this kid is. But, but he came out of nowhere. He was in the game. No, because he wanted to prove Fairly to, to all these people that because of all yeah. these weapons he had. You know what I mean? So he had to use yeah. all his weapons. All right. <laughs> he used all his weapons. And then he does this. The, how far was the scramble? Nine. Nine and that, yeah. was, that set him up. That did it. I'm going to give you all the above, playmaking, playmaking, and more playmaking. So you won, and you get Detroit. Should be Dallas, but who's, who's <laughs> counting? <laughs> yeah. But we will talk about that should, in just a few minutes here on Dallas. the show. Should be Dallas. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Here was Dan Campbell's speech to his team after yesterday's win against the Bucs that now sends the 49ers, uh, sends them to the 49ers for Sunday's NFC Championship game. Here's, here's the sock. It's another hot team that we knocked off. It's the next hot team that you knock off. You know how hard it is to win in this league in the playoffs? Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? That's two, all right? That's two. We got two to go. With a buy in the middle. In the middle. 49ers are favored by six and a half Sunday. Richard, which way are you leaning on this one? Uh, I'm leaning the San Francisco 49ers to win this football game uh, simply because I, I just don't know if this Detroit defense is going to be able to stand up. They're, they're 23rd in points allowed per game. They're 22nd in yards. They're 31st in pass yards allowed per game. They just 28th in yards allowed per play. They're just a defense that gives up a lot of plays. Kyle Shanahan will draw up some really cool plays. And then if you just turn it to the other side, you turn it to the defense. Um, their defense is obviously elite. But not only that, they have a ton of experience with Jared Goff. They played him a bunch. Mm -hmm. and, and we can talk about McVay versus Shanahan and the records. Well, Jared Goff was a part of a lot of those games that they lost. I think their only win was the NFC Championship game where uh, Jaquiski Tart dropped the interception. Uh, he did. But, but they yep. know Jared Goff, and they know his tendencies. They know, hey, if they get pressure on him, they hit him, they hit him, they hit him, and they definitely will hit him this game that he turns into a different player. And I think that's what their plan will be. I think Steve Wilkes will, will plan to put a lot of pressure on Jared Goff, force him into bad situations. And then on the other side, they do stop the run well on defense. The Detroit Lions do stop the run well. That's one area that they have been strong. But 
I don't think they have enough defensively to consistently stop the San Francisco 49ers offense. And, and I think it, 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 I think it handles and, and, and will deal with a lot of what goes on between and with Debo Samuel here. And I'm talking about from an attitude standpoint because that's what he, 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 he brings yeah. that. It's so funny because I listened to Brock Purdy talk about it one time. He said, you know, I just felt more comfortable with number 19 in the huddle. When I look at him, I know everything is going to be okay, you know. So so if I'm saying, friend, I, rather he's playing or not, and I, I did talk with him the other night. Yeah, right after he got hurt, he, he texts me and we FaceTime and we talked a little bit. And, and he is, he says, um, wow. he said, he say he's better. Because he told me, and it's just... I hope I'm not doing it. He said, he said, last time, he couldn't raise his arm. This time, he said, yeah, I don't feel this that's worse because I can raise my arm and I'm good. So, you know, he was trying to get back on the football field. Right. He was like, oh, do you know, man, what's that like when you're sitting there watching your players, watching your team, and you can't do anything? I was like, yeah, yeah, you know. Commissioner gave me a five-game vacation one time. I know what that's like. I ain't want it. He just gave it to me, you know. So I do know what's that, what they're like. I think they got to have him in his energy no matter what because Detroit can slow down the run. Detroit can slow down the run. Detroit can slow down that run, and let's put this thing on Brock Purdy, and then Detroit can also run the ball. If you can go – Right now, San Francisco's like it, it, uh, when you get 100 yards to three and four, if you can rush for 100 yards against San Francisco, if you can slow down their rush, maybe make Bart Purdy turn a few balls over. I right now got San Francisco winning this game. But as I said, I think this is the most physical team in the NFC that they will go up against. And Dan Campbell will have them ready for this physical contest. Mm. So, Michael, real quick on Debo, it's his shoulder, right? Do, do you know exactly what's the issue? Did uh, I, I, it dislocate? No, no, no. I, I, or I, I, yeah, I knew they were sure. going to get, he, he said they were going to get uh, the MRI, MRI, you know, the next day yeah. and, and, and look at it extensively, man. But, but he, his spirits were up and he was saying he feels a lot better because he had already had an issue with that shoulder and he said it's nothing like before. But, but even, I, I, they can even still beat Detroit without Debo Samuel. I just sure. need you still yeah. bring him out there, let him walk out with Trent in the music because that's the mindset for this whole team. You know, and, and you put, and, and if, even if you don't play, then you can still win this game, but you'll need him in the Super Bowl. You will not win that without him. Yeah. So I liked all of Richard's points. I agree with everything Richard said to the point that this could be the classic Cinderella story coming out of Detroit that turns back into a pumpkin, comes crashing down right before your very eyes in the NFC Championship game because the defense just isn't good enough to stand up to the onslaught that can be the 49ers offense, especially on its home turf. Now, I don't know what the weather long, I didn't even look at the long term. Is it going to rain again? And Richard, back to you. I don't know if Brock was having a hard time throwing a wet football. As Michael will tell you, Troy Aikman just could not throw yeah, he, a wet football. He, could, right. he, he hated it because he gripped the ball in the end of the – he didn't even have his fingers on the laces. So it, the pigskin would literally slip out of his hands when it got too wet. So I don't know if Brock was struggling with the wet football because it was driving rainstorm, it looked like, in the last drive, and he figured it out. I don't know. Maybe he was just having a bad night for a while and just couldn't come – 
you know, couldn't get his rhythm. But to me, if he has his rhythm, he, he will pick this defense to pieces. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, he struggles in the rain. They as a team. They just struggle in the rain. You know, we can go back to Chicago last year against Justin Fields when they lost 19 to 10. Whenever they have conditions like that, it's a tough game, and they usually lose it. I mean, they lost to Cleveland this year in the rain. Where, yeah. You know, they missed a field goal at the end, your favorite thing, kicker at the end for the game. But, um, oh, yeah. but I, think, I think that's right. Yeah. I think the only chance they have of losing this game is just like you said before, alluded to before we went to the break, is if Brock loses this yeah. game. And, and Brock turning the ball over is the only way they lose this game. That's the only way they've lost this season is when he has turnovers, multiple turnovers, yeah. interceptions. Those games he does lose. But when he does not turn the ball over and they're efficient, they usually walk out with a win. Remember that. Yeah. So, Richard, if, if you do scale of one to ten on the trust factor, where, where are you on Brock right now in your trust of him? I, I, I got to trust him. I trust him as, as much as anybody in the playoffs outside of Patrick Mahomes uh, because he's three and one in the playoffs. Skip, we, we, we give yeah. these playoff records for everybody else. No, but I, then for some reason for Brock Purdy, they don't give him it, every game in the playoffs in which he's played. He's started and he's finished. He's won. And so. I just don't understand. And, and we talk about him. It's what I don't understand about the Brock Purdy narrative is that they hold him to a high Hall of Fame standard. They say, hey, when he doesn't play well, he doesn't play up to Tom Brady's standard or the best in the world standard. Then they say, see, this is it. We told you he wasn't good. But then when he plays well, then you say it's just because of the weapons around him. So he can't win. So he can, he can have a perfect passer rating like he did earlier this season. And all people will say is it's the weapons around him. This week, he lost his best weapon in Debo Samuel, and we know how the season's gone without him. And all he did was proceed to have a game-winning drive and score a touchdown to take his team to the yeah. next round. And then we're, everybody's still sitting there talking about how terrible he played. I just don't understand that. It's like you give him seventh-round credit but have Hall of Fame expectations for him and, and Hall of Fame standard that you hold him to. But the, the kid can't win. Yeah. yeah, it, but, yeah. But, Go, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Brock Purdy is a talented and gifted quarterback. What we do, what we see when people are talking about Brock's system this and that system that, you guys see it. I just talked about it. You know, we just saw Josh Allen when he couldn't step in to that throw, miss that guy in the end zone. But we also saw a Jordan Love laying back, bling, flicking balls. Brock doesn't have that. That's what everybody no. keeps saying. Brock doesn't have that. But his ability to decipher, discern, and put the ball in the right hands when it's time to put the ball, he is absolutely great. That's why I keep telling people for this offense, for this offense with Kyle Shanahan, I'm taking Brock Purdy over everybody in this, this offense. offense. In this offense, that's the key. And 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 what I would say is is you got to give Jordan Love all the credit in the world. He's he's he looked like a top five, top ten quarterback at times in these playoffs. But, but and, we we see and, it in talent. Even if we we just see the you gift, see the, the gift. physical gifts, yeah. and you say, wow. When you don't see that on a dude, you 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 can discount. But that's what I get frustrated with because it, it's it, if if Brock Purdy had the game that Jordan Love had, then then everybody would have just been confirmed. They would have been like, hey, you know those two interceptions, he just doesn't have the arm talent. You see him trying to throw across his body into traffic. That's if he had made those throws and made those mistakes, the narrative would have been exactly what it is. But it because Jordan Love has the talent, we just overlook it. We just say, hey, he's just a young okay. quarterback. He's just. 
Well, Brock Purdy's in his second year. Right. He is in his second year. We're not talking about some 10-year vet, five-year vet. We're talking about a quarterback in his second year making these things happen, and he still is not getting the credit. Okay, but Richard, would you agree that if Darnell Savage had held on to what looked like a pick six, it would have changed the dynamic of the game and put a whole lot more heat on Brock Purdy from that moment forward? Yeah, I also agree. If, if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk, Skip. I, I agree with a lot I know, of things. I don't but hit him right I just yeah. live in the reality of it didn't happen. Right? And what happened? What happened was he called the one last week. He should have dropped that one. That old dirty joke. Hey, right, he, 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 yeah, that old dirty right. dog. Had something against yeah. your boys. Right? I agree. No mercy. No mercy.